Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here today. Um, I guess first I'd like to welcome our new additions to our conference. I think it's been said many times today, the, the balance from top to bottom in, in the Big 12, what it was last year. And um, I know it's been, we've added even more strength to make this the most exciting conference of Power 5 football. Um, last year was an exciting year for us to take a big step forward as a program, uh, getting off to a good start, uh, getting bowl eligible for the first time in over a decade, uh, battling back in a highly competitive bowl game, showed the resiliency of our team, and uh, we're excited to take a, another step this year, using that uh, end of the season towards motivation, of course, to get us um, to be the consistent bowl team we want to be and, uh, and and find a way to turn that into victory. I'll open it up now for questions. All right, we'll open up for questions. Remember to state your name and affiliation. Go to the right center, second row. Coach, Jared, I meet us with Red Raiders Sports. Obviously, protecting the quarterback is very important, especially one as high caliber as yours. Uh, you go and add Logan Brown out of Wisconsin. What kind of mm -hmm. dynamic does he bring to your offensive line? Well, Logan was a highly touted player out of high school. Played a fair amount at Wisconsin. We look for Logan to add to to our offensive line that already returns four starters. Um, the thing I like about where we're at holistically as an offensive line is a the experience, amount of starts that we have returning, the amount of depth that we have now with uh, not just Logan, um, Spencer Lovell's a transfer from Cal. Um, Kobe Baines joined us last uh, August from Louisville. So we have some we have some movable parts better than we've had before that not only just keeping Jalen healthy and, and adding depth that we have within the skill positions, I like our movable pieces that we're gonna have a solid unit across the board. All right, we'll go to the uh, far left. Brian Chapman, com, Coach. Um, what have you seen from Jalen as far as just his further development this spring uh, heading into the year? Again, his, you know, Keeping Jalen where he's in, in a position, staying healthy, he's, he's making all the throws, everything that we need him to be. Uh, I've started to say this a little bit more today on the back half of the day is I think one thing that, that, that we sometimes forget about, about Jalen and everything he brings to our program is he's an academic All-American. And, and what we put on his plate and what we ask him to do and, and whether it be just things in our offense to retaining the information verbalizing it back to others, getting others lined up. Um, I think he does an outstanding job. As we know, everybody's had a chance to see when he's healthy, what he does as a dual threat quarterback. I think the other thing is his leadership abilities, his charisma. He's a guy that doesn't get too high or too low. And uh, again, uh, I've said it from the start when he, when he, gave, when he burned his red shirt our first year, uh, he's a special man and a special individual. Again, if you have questions, please raise your hand. Now we'll go to far left. Front row. Eli Letterman, Tulsa World. Lance, this is a, a league that can produce quick turnarounds. You guys a year ago, TCU, Baylor the year before that. For you to go from 2-10 and ten to that first bowl game and making that step, what were the foundational elements for you guys a year ago? I, I just think finally we, we've been able to build some, some routine and trust, first of all, within our program. For us to be able to, our young men had gone through a lot of transition. 
I think the daily process of getting better and, and really holistic development has been a key for us as a program. And, and, and I think when we went on the road to Morgantown and, and then went down to Houston and, and battled back from deficits and, and found a way to win on the road, the confidence and belief started to really take a, a, even a larger step and, and, and kind of go through those and it kind of built on the momentum that we had early. Um, you know, we talk about it, I think everybody does, but our locker room and, and, and leadership from our upperclassmen and, and people are, are, I think, allowed us to take that step. And quite honestly, it was night and day difference ahead of what we were at our last stop as far as becoming a player-led program. And I know those players, and especially the four men that are here today, have embraced that, and they're ready to take it another step. Stay far left, second row. Mike is got you, Blair. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Blair Kirkhoff with the Kansas City Star. Uh, had to manage expectations. Have you had to manage expectations? Um, yeah, you know, the same thing. You want expectations. You know, this program hadn't had many expectations of, of late. And, and so embracing those but keeping them in balance. But I think any program at any state is you, you have to focus on where you're at at the moment and making sure you don't get too far ahead of yourself. And we can't spend, no offense to anyone, we can't spend a lot of time uh, reading all the positive things you're going to say because all of a sudden we're not staying focused on um, what we need to at the moment to get better. And I think this group gets it. Um, but at the same time, for a program like Kansas, um, we need to embrace some of those things of, A, expectations and, and the positivity that's surrounding our program. We'll go far right back row. Jackson Schneider, 1150 KSAL. Coach, to speak on kind of what you just talked about a bit, can you tell us what the investments the university is making in your program mean for the trajectory of what you're trying to build and talking about you know future stadium plans renovations to the locker mm -hmm. room things like that well it, it means the world to what we're going we've been able to um you know make some positive steps on the field in the standings all those things and, and with my discussions with Travis Goff and Chancellor Gerard, and we talked about, you know, a lot of people talk about what they want to try to get done. Uh, those two men led, led it in, in us in a position now that we're going to get those things done and, and moving quickly. Um, it was important to me um, that we were going to be able to do some things that the current players that have helped turn this thing into a positive direction would get some benefit from. So right after spring practice, we were working on the renovations of the locker room, as you alluded to, in the weight room, and hopefully they will be completed by, by August 1. Stadium announcements and things like that are, 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 are in the works, and those will be released, uh, I think, in, in the near future. And those are exciting because, you know, Kansas was behind on those things. I don't think we're, everyone knows that, and we're putting ourselves uh, in, in a position that we've made that type of commitment. and. Uh, and we can be sustainable in the Big 12 Conference. We'll go far left, second row. Hey, Lance, over here. Over here, here you go. Kel Chabonet with the Wichita Eagle and Kansas City Star. Uh, your running back, Devin Neal, has proven already he's a pretty talented player in this league, but what do you think is the next step for him? What do you think he can do better this season? Well, again, De Devin's a highly motivated young man, working complete, you know, he played baseball his first spring here, so he, he, he made most of most of our workouts, but again, it was part-time in, in his time there. 
uh, his dedication and understanding holistically some things offensively. He's continued to work as a as a receiver. He blitz pick up all those things. You need to be a complete back. I, I think as we continue to evolve what we do offensively, again understanding different things and. Um, you know, he continues to work on and will do that. Um, he's been outstanding for us in the, in, on and off the field in, in his two years here. Um, and, and also with what he does, we also need a healthy Daniel Highshaw with him to complement because when those two were together uh, at the beginning of the season, that, that's a pretty good duel. All right, center right, second row. Uh, Cole Thompson, FanNation.com. Lance, good to see you again. Yeah. You're bringing back not only Jalen Daniels and Devin Neal, but you're also bringing back your offensive coordinator and Andy Kolanicki. How important was it for him to get the new contract extension at the end of the year? And what does the continuity of having him back in this offense do for the future of this program? Well, of course it was important probably for Andy, but it was well-deserved. And, and other things, again, as we talked about uh, program commitment in facilities, I, I think they've also, our university's made a commitment to our staff. And with that, and I'll answer your question on Andy, is um, this is the first time in 20 years the University of Kansas had the same set of assistant coaches coming back. And, and then, you know, so our stability and continuity holistically are, are going to be in a good spot. Andy and I have been together for over 11 years, okay? I, I trust him. He's an outstanding coach. Um, you know, I've known what a great coach Andy is for a long time. Andy will be a head coach someday. There's no doubt about that. But uh, my, you know, I asked the administration of, of what my thoughts were for Andy um, and, and where it would be in, in salary. But I also, I don't know many many coordinators that are getting five-year contracts, and and that that shows my faith in him. But but also, I believe what he's, but uh, what he's earned as well. All right, Coach, thank you for your time. All right, thank you, everyone. Have a good day.